Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including Hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. So I guess technically this is the intro after the intro. So what follows is a discussion among, I believe there were six of us, um, from a couple different lodges that talked about the annual communication. So this year, last weekend, was the first ever virtual annual communication. So we talked a little bit amongst ourselves about what did we like, what did we not like, you know, what were our thoughts on it. And then we kind of ended up migrating into, you know, what do we miss most about Lodge? So if you are a California Mason, we'd love to hear your comments. And, you know, what did you like or did you dislike about the virtual annual communication if you went? Um, and if you didn't, you know, you can listen in. I'm sure you've talked to other Masons, you know, by now to get their their opinions and feedback on it. So anyways, uh, kick back, enjoy, relax, and uh, thanks for listening. If needed. So basically kind of what the... Uh... What we wanted to do tonight was talk a little bit. So Car- I know Carlos gave an update on Monday at OSI about you know some of what happened at the annual communication. So did it, so who on here did go or did watch the annual communication? Me, me and Carlos. They didn't they didn't let me in. They said it already started, so I was late. Huh? It's in progress, so I cannot enter. So Dale, did you watch the annual, the uh, annual communication? Oh, I did. Okay. So half of us. So three did, three didn't. Okay. So basically, what I wanted to do was, was ask Carlos to, as his inspector role, um, kind of go over what he did with the OSI on Monday night, kind of explain a little bit about what happened at the at uh, the annual communication, what the recommendations were, what the votes were, and just you know, kind of a brief overview. And then for those of us who watched it online talk a little bit about how was having a virtual annual communication for the first time, you know, from the point of view of somebody watching it and, you know, from Carlos's point of view of however he was involved in it. And for, for Dale and I, you know, watching it as, as a participant. Um, so anyways, that was kind of the whole point of this. We, Carlos and I talked about it. He had a great idea of like, Hey, we turn it into a podcast because there's nothing esoteric about it. That way, maybe other people who are kind of interested of like, well, what was it like having a virtual angle communication? So with that, yeah. Worshi, if you want to start us off and talk about what you uh, you wanted to share. Here it is. I was looking for it. I had it in the wrong folder. So yeah, the um, if you guys didn't know, the, the recommendation, there was two recommendations um, uh, from the Most Worshipful Master. And... Um, Recommendation number one was basically to um, provide uh, directions, instructions available to future grandmasters, which obviously this teed it up for our right worshipful Art Weiss. And so what it did is it gave him instructions that if ever in the future we should have to go to a virtual meeting for any emergencies, um, then we would be able to. And obviously we didn't have anything in the CMC that would allow us to have virtual meetings 
And that's why we were pretty much on pause this whole time because there was nothing in place to say, okay, here's a hybrid version of how we can meet. Since that recommendation number one passed, that gave any future master, grandmaster, the ability to create some type of hybrid instructions. So obviously it was done on purpose as a prerequisite so that um, ART can now um, advise all the lodges how they're gonna meet virtually. Um, I haven't heard anything yet from the AGL or Grand Lodge. Uh, I have a feeling that they had a lot of things written down. Obviously, annual communication was like a test test run, and they probably wanted just to fine tune a couple of things to see how things went, and also how we're going to move forward. So, what they had talked about with regards to hybrid meetings, um, I have some notes here. That here we go that it would allow everyone to meet. Uh, it would not be a tiled lodge, but it would be a virtual meeting so that we could meet and talk, discuss business, uh, do things of that nature. It would exclude examination, conferral of degrees, proficiencies, reports of investigating committees or balloting. Um, you would be able to accept applications. Um, they would be able to be read and input into iMember, but uh, and even the investigative committees would be able to, to take place. But everything else beyond that would have to wait until we get back into a tiled lodge and we can um, conduct those proceedings and, and voting and stuff like that. Um, so that's what a virtual meeting would be. Um, February, for November, um, I have a feeling that obviously the virtual meeting will be available for everyone to conduct their meeting to the best degree that they can and to uh, elect officers. One of the biggest questions though, is if we can't ballot, what happens if we go to our elections and there's a opposition or something like that on one of the officers? Well, at that point you have to go to a ballot. So it's kind of like, well, we can't ballot, but what happens in November when we do election of officers, if there's, you know, per CMC, you go to a, a ballot or a vote. So, uh, that's, you know, kind of a catch-22, which I think that's one of the things they're trying to fine-tune. That's a question, a specific question that I asked our AGL, and I haven't heard back from him yet. So the second re recommendation, number two, was uh, basically to postpone all the carryover um, legislature from last year and any of the 2020 resolutions or proposed legislature, which was four of them, to postpone that one year. And so that passed. And so basically any carryovers from 2019 and any uh, the four proposed um, resolutions that were gonna um, you know, be, be uh, presented this year, all that will be carried over one year only. If we're in the same situation next year as we are now, then they would have to provide another recommendation to kick the can down the road. That was just for one year only, not to do it indefinitely. Um, trial committee, they presented, um, that passed as it was presented. The grand orator, he spoke, uh, Sean Metroka, who is now going to be the junior grand warden. Um, that vote passed as well. Um, Art Weiss uh, reviewed the budget. That passed with a vote of the brethren. Um, and then um, the senior grand warden, who is now our deputy grandmaster, Jeff Wilkins, his per capita budget was presented and uh, the per capita now will go up from $53 to $55.25 uh, for the 2021 year. 
And then obviously the election of officers, the Grand Master, Deputy Grand Master, Senior Grand Warden, and Junior Grand Warden, uh, and the Junior Grand Warden elect. All that took place, that passed, and as well as the Grand Treasurer, Grand Secretary, and the Right Worshipful Grand Lecturer, uh, who's going to be Arthur as Treasurer, Grand Treasurer, I should say, Alan Castle as Grand Secretary, and Rickety Lawler remains as Grand Lecturer. So it was very brief. It was condensed. Uh, it was probably about three hours. And um, and uh, so it went pretty quick. Sunday's uh, presentation was public. So uh, that was a link that was on the Grand Lodge website and anyone could, uh, you know, uh, watch that live. And um, that was about it. Um, but the, the, for those of us who attended, that's pretty much how a virtual meeting will go, where everyone can just log in and um, pay attention to, you know, reading of minutes, stuff like that. Other than that, that's about it. Right. Yeah, that pretty well sums it up. But it was a very interesting virtual <laughs> meeting. We got to see... Uh, the most worshipful Art Weiss take his vows at the altar mm -hmm. and uh, gave on the following day on Sunday gave a very inspirational speech about his vision and plan for the upcoming year and I'm looking forward to that and that's one of the reasons that I've that I've joined you tonight because uh, his his theme is to have lodges gather together when we reopen lodges perhaps in the spring that he feels that'll happen in the spring, maybe. But when we do, we're going to have to open our doors wide for the members to come back, for the prospects to come in. And we have more, you know, influence in numbers to, to society than we do singularly. So I'm looking forward to join lodges with Bellflower and Solomon Staircase and Downey United and all the other ones in the local area there where we can actually support one another in our in our uh, degrees that we'll have and in our events that we'll have and when we reach out to the community to do so in a bigger group by having us join together so i'm really i was really inspired by his speech and it was uh you know gave me goosebumps actually listening to it but uh what i'm concerned about like Worshipful Carlos says, is what happens in our stated meeting. And I plan on having one virtually at Bellflower the first Tuesday of November, because I'd like to see if we can't get officers elected in November and have a virtual installation in December and just get ready to operate. Um, I'm also concerned about not being able to ballot, but we'll just see what happens. Um, but we have to conduct business, though, and that's a big thing. We haven't been able to conduct business in a lodge to get brothers to approve certain things that we need to do. But now we can, and that's why I'm calling a stated meeting for November the 3rd. happens to be Election Day, the first Tuesday of, of the month. That's our meeting time. And, um, you know, move forward with this thing. I think it's time to move forward as best we can. Yeah, I, I know. Well, we still need to wait for the actual recommendation or uh, for uh, most worshipful Art Weiss's feedback as to what we can and can't do. 
but uh, we'd be in the same boat as you as far as having that November stated meeting for elections and having a stated meeting and actually something that we can take minutes on and figure all that stuff out. <clears throat> but uh, so, so you mentioned a little bit there, but my first question to, to those who sat in and watched it was what did you like? So for the virtual annual communication, what did you like? What really stood out? So for you, Dale, you said, you know, the speech of the, of uh, the incoming grandmaster. Is there anything else that you really liked that to you was kind of like, wow, that was really cool? Well, I mean, it's a normal annual communication without having the travel involved, without the fellowship involved, without the, you know, the live action of sitting in the Grand Lodge Hall and listening and watching what's going on. We well, just what did you like? Well, I like the formality and I like the success in which it was pulled off. They seem to have accomplished what they needed to accomplish. And, uh, you know, that was many things culminating on the uh, installation of a new Grand Master. But we conducted business very successfully. Um, it was a very well-run event, as would be you know, expected. For all the uh, Zoom meetings we've had, you know, it, it didn't seem like a normal, maybe it was on Zoom webinar versus Zoom meeting, but still you knew you were on Zoom. But I think it, it, it was a little bit different than standard Zoom meetings we've all been on. It did seem like a ceremony. It did seem as close to the annual communications they could make it. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I think they're having the different camera angles helped with, um, you know, whether somebody was um, talking about uh, the recommendation, you know, and then the deputy grandmaster taking his chair and, you know, having the different camera angles, I think kind of helped because it gave it the production of like a, a TV show, you know, a more high end production. Um, you know, one thing I do want to say with regards to the virtual meeting and how we would conduct ours is uh, for some of you that know, I'm a member of the 33, which just got um, our charter about a month ago. And that was different because what happened is Art Salazar, you know, he had his collar and everything and he had his gavel and his hat. And what happened is as uh, most worshipful John Troner was kind of going through the, the, the declaration of everything and, and the announcement that, you know, he, he kind of virtually passed <laughs> the gavel and Art kind of grabbed it, you know, and then he put on his hat, he put on his collar, everything. Well, he had his collar on, but it was all virtual. But, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like it just had to be done. And, uh, you know, we got our charter and um, the senior warden, junior warden, you know, said a few words, but it was as close as you could get it. Uh, so experiencing that um, and then also experiencing the annual communication, uh, you know, it's kind of as close as you can get to it. And it's, it's, a, it's a hybrid solution, but it is what it is. Uh, the other thing too, is everyone had the same image on the back. So for the 33, you had a great background with the circular, I don't know if you can see it, this is the lapel pin, but it had the 33. And for annual communication, it had basically the G and the, in the East, it had like the you know, purple gradient background with the G and everyone had that in the back, all the Grand Lodge officers. So it gives us some, you know, some symmetry, a uniform look. So uh, I think that's probably what made it feel different than, you know, this meeting that we're on right now. Mm -hmm. But uh, it might just have to be what it is, you know, moving forward until we can all meet together. 
That's true. So I think for, for me, as far as like, what did I like? <clears throat> I thought it was pretty cool. The fact that the, the, like you said, the production value, you know, the, the fact that it was on zoom webinar versus something like this. So you didn't have the kind of the distraction of it's not so much here, but like, for example, on, we had a town hall meeting at work the other day and, you know, our, our CEO and president has been really pushing lately, like put your cameras on, you know, now, since we're not meeting in person, put your cameras on, doesn't matter what you look like. And if it kind of forces you to get up and actually get dressed and stuff, let's like, let's actually see each other like we used to. And so the problem with that is we had a town hall meeting the other day. And as we're, you know, you're watching it, you got like 30 different videos on the screen and you're kind of looking like half of the people, like, you know, it, it's, it stood out on that meeting. Cause you're like, she's not paying attention. He's not paying attention. He's doing something else there, you know? And so that to me was kind of distracting, but on the annual communication, they did the webinar version. So there was one screen you were watching what the main screen was. And so it was kind of cool on like on the installation part when they would say, you know, they would go to the master of ceremonies and then they would go to the next person. And so the screen would kind of flip, you know, it, it was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I like the way they did that. Um, the other thing to me, I really liked now. Okay. Call me what you will, but uh, the, some of the reports and stuff that are done, you know, during the annual, the annual communication, when you sit and you listen to Masonic Holmes report and the different board reports, I mean, how many of us get up and that's your point. It's like, I got to go to the bathroom or I need to go take a call or check some emails. So it's kind of nice that all that stuff was done up to the annual communication. And it's like, you know, watch it online, watch some of the videos and stuff. And it's not that we didn't watch them, but you know, instead of taking part of your Saturday and doing that, to me, that was kind of cool. It's like, okay, just post that stuff and say, hey, here it is. Go watch it when you get a chance. Um, I kind of like that aspect of it as well. So that was a couple things to me that were pretty cool. Uh, the other thing, so it was kind of funny. I mean, it's not necessarily that I liked it, but I did find it kind of amusing was, and it was kind of weird. I was texting, so Carlos and I were texting each other through this whole thing. And there was one point that was kind of weird. It's like, you know, so the Grand Master's there at the Grand Lodge and he's doing his whole part. And then when something would happen and they would, you know, go for applause, like that giant auditorium, you would hear like two other people. Because I think it was Art Weiss and his wife were the only two other people in the lodge other than maybe the camera people. Because when, when they did the switch, um, you know, basically like, John Troner basically set his stuff down and got up and moved over to a podium. So Art came up and did his stuff. So you had the two couples there. And at one point they turned the camera on the audience. And I think only John and his wife, Dana, were the only ones in the audience. That was a little odd, but it was still like, yeah, okay. It's completely understandable. So my next question is, what didn't you like? So, so from the, you know, obviously our first ever virtual annual communication, was there anything that came up that you were just like, nah, this isn't working? You know, there was uh, some technicalities with the three, four, three against, you know, when it comes to budget, the questions, you know, the recommendation, there was, you know, a little, <laughs> a lot of questions. So they, they never really got a, a for or against in order to move forward. So kind of delayed it, but that, that would happen regardless. Uh, so there's no way around that, but there's nothing I really didn't like, you know, it's just technical things that, anyone would have to work around for the most part i think they did a good job you know it, it was it was run pretty smooth I agree. yeah i agree wholeheartedly 
I think, you know, this was just watching something without any participation from the audience. If, if you've been to an annual communication before when, when there's motions made and discussions for and against, there's emotion involved when somebody walks up to the microphone and makes a, a speech of some kind for or against the motion. There was no emotion to this, really, um, as there is really no emotion when we look at each other talk over a video screen, and it's like making a telephone call where you get to see the persons that you're talking to, but it's not the same as sitting together and doing it face-to-face, -face. and that's, you know, as best we can do right now, but all forgiven. I really enjoyed the annual communication this year, to tell you the truth, and I'm not saying anything about the production for or against it because I was just a spectator and I was impressed the way the Grand Lodge pulled it off altogether. I'm happy that we're doing things. I'm happy that we've now got a revision to the CMC, which allows us lodges to conduct business, which we haven't been able to do over the last seven months. We've been weakened. Now we've got to show our strength and rebound and just a you know, if the best I can ask for is to get a Zoom meeting together and conduct the business, well, so be it. I'll take it. Yeah, I'd say that was the only thing that kind of, in a way, it was kind of funny. You know, like uh, like you mentioned, Carlos, you know, when we did the, <clears throat> the recommendations and, you know, the two or three times when they say, okay, three speakers, four, I'll take a speaker, four. And so they would basically, it was like, okay, you had a little button that you could hit to raise your hand. And then once you raised your hand, then they would say, okay, you know, please make sure your video is on and then be ready to speak. And I, I think probably 80% of the time, it would be like, okay, brother, brother Opsti, go ahead. It, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, brother Opsti, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Can, can you guys see, can you hear me? And it would go back and forth. And then, you know, there was a few of those. So, I mean, it was kind of funny, you know, but it was also in some ways a little annoying. It's like, you know. It got old quick. It, it Exactly. It was funny the first couple of times and then it got kind of old. It's like, come on guys, they're telling you what to do. Click to the hand, click your video, make sure that you're unmuted and your video's on. Um, the other funny thing is it's like, you know, I think Carlos had sent out and they, they'd even said, look, if you plan on speaking, you know, dress the part as if you're going to be at annual communication. And so, you know, so you're thinking like, and going back to like Carlos, when you mentioned the, the Lodge 33, when you had your charter, right? I, I actually texted him. I'm like, are you guys really going to be in tuxedos? And he's yeah, we are. And so I went and threw we my were. tuxedo. I, I put my shirt on. I put my jacket on, on my pins and stuff. And so I sat here on the video with my tux on. Well, okay. I didn't have, I had shorts on, but I had my tux top on, <laughs> my jacket on. But I mean, you know, the people at the Lodge 33, you know, they were all in the tuxes. The women were in their evening dresses. I mean, it was really cool. It was a very well done production. And But then at the Grand Lodge, you know, when they would go to some of the different people that would ask questions, it's kind of like, yeah, you can get the message, huh? <laughs> like, like Dale right now is overdressed compared to those guys. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? <laughs> This is so. Those this guys were just like after six o'clock in the evening. No, these guys were relaxed. <laughs> I think it was like one or two guys. The one guy had a suit. The other guy had a collar shirt. But after that, like, and they were not in that order. I'm just talking about like overall. <laughs> but for the most part, it was like a t-shirt. Yeah, like one guy had like a concert t-shirt on or something like that. And yeah. 
Yeah. But but like you said, you know, the whole thing of of the asking of a question. So, you know, okay, if you have a for or against, okay, we have a hand up speaking for. Oh, no, actually, I wanted to speak against it. Oh, okay, well, um, we were calling for four. Okay, well, um, all right, hold on, we'll come back to you. And then the guy come up, they're like, okay, so, so you wanted to speak against? Well, a actually, I just had a question. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know what? Hey, it's the first time ever, and it's still somewhat new technology for a lot of people. So, I mean, that wasn't bad. Um, so, Dale, Car I mean, Carlos, I know you did because we were texting each other, but Dale, did you watch the entire, well, no, you did, obviously, because you talked about the uh, Grandmaster's speech. Both days, Saturday and Sunday, and it was riveting. Yeah, so for you guys that uh, didn't see the Grandmasters, uh, the installation the next day, when they did the gifts, that was the other kind of weird part. You know, normally there's all kinds of presentations. And so basically, you know, yeah, <laughs> so basically Art Weiss, he at one point, he, he's like, okay, so normally this is where we would do the presentations. I have one thing here. It's a gift from my secretary. And he, and he, he was like, picks up the box. He's like, wow, this is really heavy. And it was a replica of Mjolnir, um, you know, Thor's hammer. And I think what it said, you know, like, you know, most forceful art wise, you are worthy. I mean, this thing was huge. And it was just like the one from the movies. Right. Yeah. And then he, he looks in the box, he's like, oh, there's a travel size version too. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. But yes, he, he did do an outstanding speech. Yes, everybody did an outstanding speech. Uh, John Troner did an excellent speech. Yeah. Uh, talking about this past year. Um, yeah, even uh, Rush Arvonia, a couple of guys had some videos for uh, Troner going out, you know, just basically recapping that. Obviously, none of this was planned, but for what happened, um, everything turned out good. Um, and as yeah. John said, that even though a lot of the things on his calendar was canceled, at the same time, he was presented with a lot of opportunity to join in on a lot of lodges. Uh, meetings and, and you know virtual presentations basic masonic education things like that that he probably otherwise wouldn't have been able to so you know you got to find that uh that silver lining in something yeah that was one of the things that i was thinking about is you know especially now as now that we get to the point of actually okay once we get most forcefuls you know his direction on how are we going to be able to do meetings and all that stuff I think a lot, a lot of people, I mean, I plan on as soon as we get that direction and start inviting them and saying, hey, look, you know, we're going to do this, this state of meeting or this, this, whatever, why don't you guys uh, jump on in? Let's see, in, any surprises, anything that popped up during the annual communication that was kind of like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, well, I did pretty close to myself. What was that, Dale? I said I, I didn't notice anything that was unexpected myself. Um, but again, as I mentioned before, I just watched it as a spectator. Um, I wasn't thinking about the production value of how they pulled it off or any of that stuff. I was just curious as to see how they were going to accomplish it. And I think overall they did a very good job uh, oh, yeah. putting together this annual communication under the circumstances. I have no complaints. I think one of the things I thought was really cool that could, to me, it was one of the surprises was the video that they showed with, who um, was it, David Perry, Rush Charbonia, who was the third speaker, Carlos, that, that they talked about John Troner and kind of their time that they knew him. And 
Uh, Charles, was it Cooper? Yes, I remember. I think, yeah, was I think it, it was Char Char Charles Cooper. Yeah, there was three three past grandmasters that talked about John Troner and the time they've known him and what they've seen in him. And from, you know, back when they first brought him on, you know, he became an inspector. And like some, I think it was Charles Cooper that recommended he be an inspector. And so that was kind of like, wow, that was really cool. That's not something you would normally see at a at an annual communication where, you know, a bunch of past masters would get up and kind of talk about the incoming guy or the outgoing guy and say, you know, what a great guy he was and how they knew him because usually we don't have time for it. So that was really cool. And then to me, the other thing that was kind of neat was, you know, I, I was telling Pam on the public day, um, you know, usually when we have the, the youth leaders come in and speak, I mean, there's a lot of times when you listen to the youth leaders, you know, the kids from Joe Bazaar's and Gimele and Rainbow, you listen to these, you're like, wow, those are some impressive kids. And what they did this year was instead of having them get up and do a speech, they kind of did an interview, you know, John Troner did an interview with them. And it was, you know, like five minutes maybe. And, you know, it was really well done. I mean, it was kind of cool to hear him kind of interview them and talk to them a little bit about themselves and things that, you know, like, what is this, what is this COVID? What has this done for you guys? And uh, I think all three groups said it's actually strengthened us because now we've been able to, to see and meet with people that, that have a hard time actually making it to meetings. So they were all the youth groups are saying in some ways it's actually strengthened us because we're now able to meet with people that we don't normally see. So that was kind of cool. And then the other thing I liked was they said, okay, so that was just a few minutes of it. If you want to see the full one, it's going to be posted. So I, I kind of like the idea of the whole little teaser trailers. Here's a few minutes of something. There's a full version online if you want to watch it. One of the uh, groups, I can't remember which gal it was, but one of the groups, she was talking about what they did for fundraisers and donations. And they had shirts ran, like the beautiful shirt that Shabam is wearing right now. But they had uh, shirts made for like their order, their youth group. And so if someone got involved in their donation, whatever, they would, you know, reward, they said, okay, well here, you get a shirt. So it was kind of a way that, you know, they had shirts ran as a thank you, as a gift bag, basically is what it was. But they had shirts ran for their uh, Bethel or whatever it was. And people who donated got involved. It was kind of like, you know, that kind of uh, went to their donation and, and gave them money. They actually had, you know, extra money to be like, okay, well, everyone who joins and participates, you guys get a shirt. And so that was kind of cool. I thought that was a, a great incentive that it wasn't like a pencil or a notepad. You know, it was kind of like everyone got a shirt. That was pretty cool as a reward. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was annual communication. Yeah. It was, it was weird in that, you know, I, I think the thing I missed the most was the fellowship, you know, Dale, you mentioned that, you know, it's, it's that, that whole, it's one of those things I always look forward to, you know, I don't know how many times I've been, but to me, it's like, I always look forward to getting out there, the fellowship, you know, it's, it's not just with the guys from your lodge that you go with, but, you know, seeing the guys from other lodges that, you know, meeting new guys, it's kind of, you know, ribbon and hanging out with the guys from Grand Lodge, um, you know, all, all that fun stuff. And, and it, you know, hey, as a guy, it's kind of having that weekend away and just, you know, being able to be a guy and have some fun. So kind of missed that. But you know what? For what it was, it was really well done, in my opinion. Agree. So I have a question for uh, Siobhan Martin and uh, Michael. If we were to go back Wait, to hold Lodge, on. like... Carlos, hold on. Yeah. Mike, wake up. 
Okay, now you can ask. <laughs> of all the things that, you know, if we were to go back to Lodge this week, like what are some of the things you guys miss about just Lodge being there, whether people stayed at dinner, degrees, you know, like there's so much that I guess we've all realized now that like, man, whether you realize it or not, now that we can't do things, what is it you guys miss about Lodge on Thursdays? Hanging out and telling lies in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Hanging around with fellowship. And right. Talking things that we cannot talk around here. <laughs> well, I think to sum it up, it's brotherly love. Exactly. You know, you miss the energies of being together and uh, doing what Masons do together. And that is brotherly love. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't really miss the, you know, uh, frantic stated meeting, like get visitors checked in, make sure we've got the bills signed, um, you know, make sure Jay's got all his stuff set up, um, make sure I'm set up to start taking minutes. Like stated meetings can be pretty stressful. Yeah. But uh, I do miss the fellowship. Not, not having to deal with giving false promises to Brother Fabian, hey, next week, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Then it is my, my master's problem, like you said. I, I would miss uh, overall energy. Well, there's something esoteric about that lot, all different lodges, yeah. but ours is, is, is great in some lot. Um, Shivam, it's hard to hear you. Like we just mentioned that the uh, yeah better thanks um, the hanging out at the parking lot that's great uh, um, like first of all Smith had mentioned I would miss the energy just the energy standing outside looking at the moon doing some bird watching and staying at the at the parking lot you know that that place has some energy to it and in the hall itself and in the lodge you feel enigmatic. Uh, that that's really what I miss. I don't see that in my garage here, but that's the main reason that attracts me to the lodge. The overall, you know, friendliness, the environment, uh, you know, closeness of brothers, and something esoteric about that lodge that that I cannot explain. I think what, yeah. as far as energy, one of the things I like as far as energy is after a degree, like the candidate, you could kind of sense whether no matter what degree it is, you sense that energy of they're excited they're trying to figure things out <laughs> like we all did but it's that energy of wow like that was a second degree that was the first degree whatever it was kind of like they're starting to they're trying to interpret it and it's that thing where they uh they want to ask a question to any one of us but they don't know what to ask right they don't mm -hmm. know like which is the right question to ask like i can't even wrap my head around it so i don't know what question to ask to give me some clarity and they're just absorbing it it's kind of cool for us, even though we've seen these degrees, we've conducted, you know, conferred these degrees, that we absorb some of that energy too. Um, to me, that's something that's very unique. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you're right, the, the energy, there's the fellowship aspect, and then there's that after a degree, it's all of us who've been through them, and then somebody who's just gone through a degree, and it's that, that deer in the headlights look afterwards like, whoa. And, you know, and then we end up hanging out for an hour afterwards, talking and sharing stories and, you know, and answering questions to the best of our ability and just, just the fun, just the excitement from a degree. 
And we've got a lot of guys that are in queue. So, I mean, when we finally do get back to being able to do degrees, I bet we've got there's, – there's probably five or six guys that are queued up and ready to go for a degree. I know oh, we have a couple – officers are equally ready? Well, that's a different story. Ah, we're going to need some practices. I was, I was actually literally last night kind of laying there in bed thinking, like, trying to walk myself through the third-degree lecture, and I realized, wow, I need practice. <laughs> That's all it takes, a little practice. That's it. We're all rusty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting back in the saddle again. We think yeah. it'll be rusty, but you know what? I'm sure we'll do just fine. You know, it's interesting because I was thinking about the whole, how they did the, the Grand Lodge installation. And so, you know, to your point earlier, Dale, if, if we get the go ahead to everything to do the elections in November and, you know, do an installation in, uh, in December, you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, I guess we've, we've seen one happen now. It's just a matter of it'll take a little bit of coordinating to kind of, you know, all right, so we all know the roles, and here's the script, and here's what everybody needs to say. So uh, let's just go ahead and knock it out. But the, my, my question is, Art was actually at the Grand Lodge, and actually now, obviously, the, our, our installations are a little different. You know, the, grand, the, the incoming master doesn't go up and pray at the altar and do anything, but it's kind of like, hmm, so should the master be there at the lodge, or is that even going to be like, you know, Pam walks over and hands me a gavel, you know, or... So again, there, there's still a lot of questions to be answered as to how we're going to do all this stuff once that time comes around. Exactly. And the fact is, is, you know, every lodge, every brother that's going to participate virtually has to have their own equipment. Mm -hmm. How many of our brothers in our lodges don't have equipment that can zoom in, especially our older ones? So there's a yeah. lot of questions, but like everything else, just getting through it, that's all. We'll yeah. figure it out. But I say we do it. Yeah. You know, I say we cannot not do it. We have to figure it out. We'll make mistakes, no question. But again, at the end of the day, we'll have done it. Yep. Baby, and you're awful quiet out there. Anything to say? Sorry, we're full of <clears throat> listening to everybody. I'm just on my uh, evening walk. Mm hmm. Well, that's a good thing. Good. Um, I'm just listening. Um, I'm eager as well to get back to lodge. I mean, you guys are my family away from home. You are all an extension of my family. And I miss everybody so much. I mean, I just miss the brotherly love and hanging out with you guys and just the guy time, you know? And... Uh, I'm excited with every time I go to lodge talking with you guys and Carlos and John and learning from from you guys uh, the meanings of uh, the symbols and the tools and the different rituals and it feels like I just barely started my journey and I was just starting to get my lips a little wet and then this happened but you know, once it, once we get back to Lodge and I'm able to dive in, I think I'll dive in a lot, even a lot more hungry, a lot more. Oh, we lost you. Yeah, we encountered a bear. Uh, 
Carlos said you ran into a bear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm eager to get my third degree. Really oh. eager. I think we've got you and Raymond Kokia for the third. Um, I think we've got a couple of first degrees as well. I, I think what, Marshawn, Marshawn is up for a second. Second. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, once once we get back, we're gonna have to knock some practices out because we got we've got three, four, five guys ready for different degrees. Yeah, I've been practicing uh, at least two, three times a week to make sure I uh, stay on top of it. That's awesome. I bet you're practicing more than the officers are. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, you can teach us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, that's all I got. It's 7.20. My beer's empty. Well, brothers, <laughs> I'd like to thank you for including me. I actually got an email from Dan Mandelance and says, Dale, you ought to join the meeting. And I thought, well, I should. Here I am. I'm glad you accepted. Yeah, well, thank thanks you. for joining us, Dale. Well, school. I'm happy to. You know, I... Um, not much of a computer geek. I, I can't figure all this stuff out myself. I need a lot of help. So I've got help in my lodge to a certain degree, and I hope we can pull it off uh, successfully, like I'm sure you guys are going to do in Solomon's Staircase. But like I said, at the end of the day, it'll happen. We'll get through it and and improve the next time. That's it. You did a job. If you could yeah. play with our 50 musical songs, you, you could do anything with computer. Ah. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.